Hi, and uh, welcome to our online service this morning. It's really great to be with you and in your homes today. I'm so glad that you could join us, and I see that some of you are even in your pyjamas. <laughs> Just kidding. I just want to let you know that uh, we love you and care about you and that Jane and I have been praying for you in this season as well. We're currently doing a series uh, of messages on the lead up to Easter uh, and it's all about the importance of the cross. So I'm just going to pray for the message right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for that you are here with us no matter where we meet. And I thank you that by the power of your Holy Spirit that you would take my words and that you would plant them into the hearts of your people to bring about transformation in our lives. We want to be more like Jesus. We want to understand our faith even more and, and understand what the Word says about different things as well. So we just commit this time to you. Bless this time and help us to, uh, to be uh, light and salt to our world around about as well. Father, we thank you for that in Jesus' wonderful name. The cross is many things to many people. Uh, it's, to some, it's a sign of salvation and hope, and to others, it's a sign of offence, it's a sign of division. And if you were to think about the, what the cross means to you, what would you say? Hey, why not even now just uh, write what the cross means to you in the comments section below, just underneath the screen there where you're looking in. For me personally, the cross means uh, something about the love of God, understanding the love of God, and also about a, a hope for eternity. So why is the cross so important? Here's a couple of thoughts about the cross. Number one, the, the, the cross is the center story in Scripture. It is the prism through which we Look at the word of God. Some things from the Old Testament stayed the same regardless of the cross being there. But other things, when it came to the point of the cross, some things in the Old Testament, they changed. The cross signifies the start of the new covenant. The cross sees the defeat of sin and death. The cross is foolishness to the world. They don't understand it. It just seems ridiculous to them. And the cross is also a symbol that brings peace reconciliation and unity and as we look at the cross where Jesus died we'll see that it's so much more than a simple cross the more that we study the Bible the more that God is going to reveal to us about the cross so this morning I want us to look at a couple of things that help us to understand the importance of the cross where Jesus was crucified and as we look at the cross, I would also ask us to examine ourselves in the light of things that are revealed in the passage that we're going to look at. So right now, I just ask you to grab your Bible and turn with me to the book of Luke, chapter 23. And we're going to be reading from verses 35 to 43. And this is what it says in the New International Version. It says, The people stood watching, the rulers, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others... Let him save himself. If he is God's Messiah, the chosen one, the soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was written a notice uh, above him uh, which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said. Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. 
And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Oswald Chambers, a famous person, said once, all heaven is interested in the cross of Christ. All hell is terribly afraid of it, while men are the only beings who more or less ignore its meaning. So I'm just going to look at now six things that are important about the the, the cross helps us to see in life. Number one, the cross is important because it shows us a crowd of doubters. In Luke 23, 35 to 37, now that passage we've just read, the Bible, sorry, the people stood watching and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ of God, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, then save yourself. As Jesus hung on the cross, there were many who doubted who he was. These verses tell us that the people, the rulers, the soldiers, they doubted and even mocked Jesus. And they're saying, if you are who you say that you are, then come down from that cross. And The same thing happens today. People walk around the cross. They read about it. They hear preachers and Christians talk about it. They, they look at Jesus on the cross and they still doubt that Jesus is the Messiah. Many today are just like those who walked around the cross while Jesus hung up there. They're looking for proof that Jesus is who he says he is. They thought that Jesus could prove himself, that he was the Messiah, that he was the Saviour, by simply coming down off of the cross. Yet I contend with you and I believe that Jesus proved that he was the Messiah, that he is our Saviour, because he actually stayed on the cross. See, if Jesus had come down from the cross, he wouldn't have been the saviour of the world. And today, if we have doubts, then know this. Jesus could have gotten off of that cross at any point, but he didn't in order to shed his blood and to die for our sins. And the reason he didn't, uh, they didn't know who Jesus was is simply because of their unbelief. And if we want to know Jesus and who he is, then we must too come to him, believe who he says that he is. Who is Jesus to you? We see in Hebrews 11 verse 6, Without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is who he says he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek after him. So again, who is Jesus to you? Why not take a moment and write in the comments below who Jesus is to you and if it's okay it, it really it is okay if we have doubts about uh, who Jesus is we can if we use those doubts to uh, to find out for ourselves the truth of what a matter really is secondly the second important thing that we can see from the cross is that the cross shows us a right depiction Luke 23 verse 38 says there was written a notice above him which read This is the King of the Jews. I just want to say that as a former police officer, I've seen many things and seen many people react in different ways. When something happens right in front of a person, it can be so alien, so different from what they expected or so confronting that they fail to see it for what it really was. 
And when giving their statements uh, that some of these people have described, something completely different from what actually happened at that moment. Why did they do that? Well, it's because of their frame of reference from a previous experience that informs their understanding about what their minds are interpreting has happened. In other words, they report what their mind tells them that they see rather than what they actually see. And I've got to say, as people who desperately want our lives to be consistent and untroubled, we go to great lengths to, uh, to reject a message that implies that we're wrong. And just as those who are giving their statements after an accident or a crime, they couldn't believe what was right in front of them. It's the same thing for us who surround the cross of Christ. The right depiction of who Jesus was stared everybody in the face right then. There was a sign above Jesus on his cross that told everybody who Jesus was. This is who he was. He is the king of the Jews. The religious leaders didn't believe it, and so they demanded that the sign be removed. But here's the truth, everyone. I want to let you know that Jesus was God in the flesh. Jesus was and is the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The Bible records it, the cross reveals it, and eternity will prove that Jesus is Lord. The third important point that comes from uh, understanding of the cross is that the cross shows us a desperation. In Luke 23, 39 from our passage, one of the criminals who hung there and hurled insults at Jesus, saying, aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. This guy's desperate, okay? And wouldn't we all be if we were in this same position, hanging on a cross as well? We'd be desperate too. Others in the crowd cried out to save yourself. But this man cried out, save yourself and us. In other words, this guy's desperate to get off the cross. He was in a situation he couldn't get himself out of, so he called on Jesus. And many times, people get into hopeless situations and, and, uh, and they cry out to Jesus to save them. But they don't really mean it because they don't know Jesus. They don't know him at all. And if you're in a desperate situation today, here's my encouragement. Believe. Just believe Jesus. Believe that he is Lord. And call out to him, believing in who he is, and you will be saved. Because salvation is in no other name than the name of Jesus. Number four, the fourth important reason that we can see from the cross is that the cross shows us what we deserved but we didn't get. Luke 23 verses 40 to 41 say, But the other criminal rebuked the first criminal. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserved. But this man has done nothing wrong. In other words, Jesus was innocent. And here we see the other criminal pointed out that they were receiving what they deserved. What he was saying is that what we do on this earth will determine what happens to us. And to a certain extent, the spiritual realm operates in that same way. Because what we believe on this earth determines where we will spend eternity. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then we see in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. These men weren't on their way to hell because they were thieves. They were on their way there because they didn't believe in Jesus. They didn't have a faith in him for their salvation. And it's why the cross is so important, folks. It draws people to Jesus so that they can believe. Everyone that's born on the earth is born a sinner. Everyone has a decision to make. We will either believe Christ as Savior and Lord, or we will reject him and his offer of salvation. The only way to receive eternal life in heaven is to believe in Jesus, to ask him to forgive us of our sin and for us to trust him to save us. I love what John chapter 3 verses 17 to 18 say. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Because he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is already condemned. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. See, this is what happens. The cross shows us what we deserved. And it also shows us who took our place on that cross. The fifth important reason we need to look at the cross is that it shows us our heart's desire. Luke 23, 42 says, And then he said to Jesus, So this criminal... He turns to Jesus and he says, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. See, this man hanging on the cross beside Jesus called out to Jesus, believing who Jesus was. He wasn't like the other criminal in a couple of ways. Number one, this man didn't demand that Jesus get him off of, of the cross. And secondly, this man also addressed Jesus as Lord. He didn't say, if you are the Christ. There was a definite uh, belief and faith in this man, this criminal. Jesus was who he said he was. This man's desire was to be remembered by Jesus in heaven. And the only way we get to spend eternity in heaven, folks, is, we, uh, is to truly know and be known by Jesus here on the earth. The only way that can happen is to come to Jesus, believe that he died on the cross for our sins and ask him to forgive us of our sins and then come into our life and save us. If I was to ask you your desire today, what is your desire in so far as Christ is concerned? What would you ask of Christ at this moment? Maybe just jot a thought down in the comments below. Lastly, the importance of the cross actually shows us that there is a sure destination. In our passage, we hear the words that give hope and an assurance for our future. Luke 23 verse 43 says this, Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. After this man called out to Jesus, Jesus assured him of his sure destination. And sometimes people ask me, they say, how do you know that when you die, that you're going to live forever in heaven? Well, the answer is very simple. What I do is turn to Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 6, and this is what it says. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. 
They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? And this is, this is powerful. Catch this. He says, he is not here. He is risen. See, if people ask me that, that's where I point them to. It's the resurrection of Jesus. It, this proves our sure destination is heaven because Jesus rose from the dead. It's why we celebrate Easter. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 20 to 22 says, But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who've fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. The cross shows us so many things. The most important thing that the cross reveals is our sin and our need of a saviour, Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you this morning, do you know Jesus? Do you know him? Not know about him, but do you know Jesus today? There's a huge difference between knowing about someone and actually knowing them. If you died today, do you know for sure that you would go, for heaven, go to heaven. I want to ask us to pray right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you that you have placed a great emphasis on the death of Jesus upon the cross. And Lord, I love the love that Jesus has displayed to us, your love for us, in that he took our place. It was my sin that put Jesus up on the cross. It should have been me on the cross. But today I thank you that Jesus took my place. And I have faith in him to, to have taken on all of my sin upon that cross. I ask your forgiveness right now for every sin I've ever committed. And I thank you that you give me forgiveness. You give me new life. You give me eternal life. And I thank you for that right now. And I pray that you'd make it known to people around about all that you've done at the cross of Calvary for us. Help them to understand it, help them to see it, help them to realise the importance of it. And I pray that in Jesus' name today. I don't know, maybe there's some people who are watching this, this message and you don't know Jesus, but you want to. You feel like you need to know Jesus. Well, how about you just simply pray this prayer? Because the Bible says that we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. So I'm going to say this prayer and maybe you say it alongside of me as I say this prayer. Because as you do this and you believe it in your heart, I believe that you'll be born again and your future destination, your sure destination will be heaven itself. So pray this. Lord Jesus, for too long I've kept you out of my life. I know that I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking, but by faith I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to the earth. I believe that you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. 
I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord. And Jesus, would you be my saviour? And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, get in touch with us. I really ask you to do that. We've got some materials we'd love to pass on to you to help you start your new life in Christ. Jot down maybe in the comments below and uh, let us know that you've prayed that prayer and we'll, we'll figure a way of getting it out to you in this current season. So uh, thank you for what you're doing uh, and really appreciate that. Well, thanks for joining us online today. Don't forget to check out our kids and youth programs online as well. Uh, if uh, you don't know how to access that, again, just put a comment uh, below and we'll make sure that you're aware of how you can uh, plug into our kids program and our youth program as well. Can I encourage you this morning that you continue to reach out and connect with those around about you? Try this. Close your eyes right now and think of three people in your life. Three people, maybe the church people, a family, a friend, a neighbour. Think of those three people, right? And, and I, I say to this, when we finish this message today, why don't you ring them? Why don't you text message them? Why don't you email them? Why don't you get on social media and just say, hey, I was thinking about you and I just wanted to touch base with you. Let them know that you care about them. I just want to give you a big plug as well that we're excited to let you know that we're having a special Easter, uh, th uh, Easter Thursday online service. There's going to be some great worship. Uh, there's going to be a message. We're also going to be taking communion together. So you'll need to do some preparation in, uh, in readiness for that service. You'll need to get yourself some unleavened bread. And that's simply some bread without yeast. Also make sure you've got some juice on hand as well. We'll be kicking that service off at 7.30 on Easter Thursday, the 9th of April. That happens to be this Thursday. So there you go. Um, just also uh, want to say that Easter is not about chocolate. It's actually about the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's start Easter the right way and focus on Jesus. Amen. Uh, don't forget to like us below or subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you keep in touch with everything that's happening around about us. Can I encourage you maybe to leave a comment about what you liked or what most impacted you from this message today. And until next time, uh, keep a social distance, but don't be disconnected to people. Okay, Continue to reach out and, and, uh, and touch base with people. I want you to know this. That God loves you and so do we. We are praying for you. And like I end most of our Sundays here at, uh, at Infused Church, I want to say to you, you've been lit up to light up. Now go and shine the greatest for Jesus. I hope you have a great week. God bless.